Let's talk about the All-Star game. Let's yes. talk about the biggest story, uh, the biggest snub in the All-Star, and and from from Jeff Van Gundy to Jalen Rose, let, the the fans just the fans just have too much of a say in this thing. They just got it wrong. They just got it wrong. They got it wrong this time. I mean, Steph Curry, as much as you wanna, you know, he's been a two-time MVP on a team that's went to the finals two years in a row. I mean, yes, he has accolades and he has numbers, but somebody pointed out to me that he has 24 points, four rebounds, and six assists. And you measure that up to someone who's averaging 30-plus, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. There's no comparison, regardless if you want to say that he's a great player, he's efficient with his team, look at what his team is doing, his numbers reflect the unit that he plays with, but there's no way, no way someone's averaging a triple-double, which has been unseen only but once, and you don't reward that player with a start in an All-Star game, I think it's a travesty. Yeah, and I think the unspoken rule of the All-Star game is always that it's about rewarding guys who are playing really well this season. And when when the fan vote uh, is is involved in that, there's all of this, well, he was really great last year, and he's been really great for the last two years as, as a back-to-back MVP, of course, would be. Um, and, and you see that with some of these aging veterans, maybe not this year, but um, you know, guys who just get voted in on their reputation of, well, he's been great for 10 years. But you know, to, to me, the All-Star Game is, is about recognizing the guys who are having a really special season this year. And it's hard to think of anyone who's having a more special season individually than Russell Westbrook. And you only got two guard spots there. And it's hard to think of a guy who's having a more special season offensively than, than James Harden. And is driving his team to a yes. very excellent record. And, you know, when you look at the Warriors, <laughs> you, you know, it, it just it could be a function of stats, and maybe we're just a little too focused on stats when it comes to this. But I don't think so. I think Harden and Westbrook, those are the guys that deserve to be the backcourt guys. It's what the coaches thought. It's what the players thought. It's what the media thought. Um, but the fan vote gets biased from past seasons, and that's not right. And that's exactly why Steph Curry is starting, because of the tiebreak, yep. which goes to the fan vote. But um, I just, yeah, I don't understand how you're leading in the MVP voting. You're leading this player in MVP voting. Well, why don't you I ask Zaza Pachulia, right? I mean, the, the, the things like that sort of make a mockery of the, the way this thing works. And I think it's just, it's just proof that, uh, look, if the fans want to have their say and we want them to have their say, okay, um... Maybe it should be one-third, one-third, one-third. Or, uh, you know, one-quarter, 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 where the coaches and the players are distinct from each other, the media is distinct, and the fans are distinct. Uh, and then that way you can have a three-to-one um, in this scenario, and that would have changed a great deal. I mean, they, they say that's in the exhibition game, and it doesn't really mean much, as Russ would tell you. But I think, like, it, it just goes along with what's fueling him for this season. He had First, he had Kevin Durant go to the Warriors and stuff of that nature, and he's just playing with a lesser team. And I think something like this is just going to propel him to averaging a triple-double for the rest of the season, hopefully capturing maybe an MVP if they can move up in the standings because I don't think that the NBA is going to reward an MVP from the seventh seed in the West. I, I, don't, I just don't think it happens. No. Uh, that's not the precedent that the NBA has set. So I, I just think that hopefully if he can uh, make his team a bit better or if they can make a move or two, or something that hopefully it improves his MVP chances. Because I think someone who's putting together such a spectacular season needs the recognition, hands down. 
And he's a guy who's great at playing with a chip on his shoulder. He's been doing it all season this year. He does it every year. Uh, he, he always seems to you know, just play that way. And to have him being snubbed for a guy on the Warriors who Kevin Durant went to, uh, I'm sure it just kind of angers him all the more. And uh, it's hard to imagine him playing better than he's been playing, but I, I think his goal is certainly to do that. And, um, you know, yeah, maybe this motivates him even more in the second half. Maybe it motivates him in the All-Star game to say, well, okay, you put me on the bench, and I'm still going to try to win the MVP of this thing, um, as, as, uh, as he's done before. I also think, um, since we're talking about snubs, I think DeMarcus Cousins should be slightly upset that he's not in the starting lineup. I mean, really big numbers. Anthony Davis is a player who you who you look at and say, okay, he he deserves an All Star nod. But the fact that he's been hurt mm-hmm. and throughout the season from time to time, I think that gives DeMarcus Cousins the edge. And also, like we always talk about winning and winning being a deciding factor here, but. New Orleans is not really winning not any all. more than Sacramento has, and frankly, Sacramento has exceeded my expectations of them for this season. I didn't, I didn't think that they would be playing this well at this point. And why are they playing this well at this point? Well, Demarcus Cousins is playing really, really, really well. So, yeah, I think you have to reward guys who are having a particularly good season. And um, you know, it's hard, it's hard to think of a a big man who's having a better year. The Kings, I think, they're slowly starting to gain this trust. I think we see that with Dave Yeager. Um, when he's a great coach. Yeah, when Demarcus recently got into that spat with the uh, Sacramento Bee reporter, and uh, you know, <clears throat> Yeager backed him because he he had a run in with the same reporter at the beginning of the season when they put his family's information out there. So I think that just stuff like that, when you know it starts to play in their favor, and Demarcus actually feels like he has somebody in his corner. He's playing great the way he is this season, and I think we have to reward that. But, I mean, I, I predict that he'll be a reserve. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I think he will be because when you're putting up 28 points a game and and it's just a monster matchup every single night, it's hard to ignore, and, and certainly the players will recognize that. I think the coaches will recognize that, and I think, you know, as much as he can be unpopular in the media, it's hard to, it's hard to see a, a front-court player out west who's doing too much more than he is. So uh, he definitely deserves the all-star nod. Uh, you know, he was on the Olympic team. That's a short list of guys yes. um, to, that make that team. So Bad he, attitude and all. Yeah, bad attitude and all. But he's he's playing at a higher level than he's ever played. And if if not now, when? Um, What about the East? Do you think there was anybody who got snubbed? Anybody who possibly could have started? What do you think about the front court of Butler, Giannis, LeBron? Well, I think that's a very good front court, but... When you look at how the Bulls are playing, something's not all the way there. And I think, uh, you know, Chris Porzingis has had an Achilles injury over the last few games. He's missed quite a few games over the last month and a half. But when you look at earlier in the season, he was arguably their most efficient player. If you're looking at plus minus, if you're looking at field goal percentage, um, if, if you're just looking at production on the number of shots. And, you know, as a big man, uh, second year big man, Basically putting up 20 and 10, shooting about 40% from three, you know, getting a block and a half a game, um, you know, really, really impactful player. I mean, even outside of the stats, you, you watch how he changes shots and blocks shots and um, just affects the game and affects winning when he's out there. Um, I think he was really hurt by the injury in terms of his ability to kind of steal one of those spots. Yes. Because he's he certainly was. a popular player. Very but right. if you're not on the court, it's really hard to put a guy, you know, who's sort of 
on the precipice. It's hard to put him over the edge there if if he's just not on the court as much as other guys. So I think his injury really sort of hurt him. And um, conversely, you, you, you look at a guy who's starting to really come on right now, uh, whose team is not really winning early in the season, but whose team is winning now, is Joel Embiid. Yes. I, you know. Yes. Uh, the process. You Trust know, the if, process. If, if we're going to make a case for DeMarcus Cousins, ooh, I think you, you, you start to look over and, and say, well, what other big men are doing some really interesting things? for their team and causing their team to play better than expectations. And Joel Embiid is just a, a fantastic all-around player. And um, he's just continues to improve with each game. And the Sixers are on quite a run right now. And I think in the Eastern Conference, uh, okay, they're not a playoff team yet. But if they keep playing like this, they will be. They will be. And I think, well, and the player that I think got snubbed in the East was Isaiah Thomas. Oh, yeah. I think he deserved to be. He's got to be on the team. There's yeah, no way he, he has to be team. on the team. I There's mean, no way. I think he, in my opinion, he slightly has the edge over Kyrie to start. But I think when you think about what the All Star Game is, this is sort of this popularity contest. You, right. you have to put Kyrie there, but right. just from a pure number standpoint and what he's doing, oh, I think Isaiah Thomas. I mean, the fourth quarter scoring that Isaiah Thomas has put together, um, it's 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 really off the charts, and and. You know, we were talking about this earlier. Okay, you could say he's an undersized player. But you know what? He's just a player. He's just a player putting up these kinds of numbers, really affecting winning for his team. So you can't count him against that there. And um, pretty clearly the best player on his team. He is. He's the top dog there. I think, I mean, the the rumors, or as I want to say it, the murmurs coming out of Boston is that they need another scorer. But they have someone like Isaiah Thomas there. I mean, you... You do think that they're a piece away, maybe a center, someone like Noel, mm-hmm. a rim protector could go there and, mm-hmm. and will help them out. But I think they have a scoring punch that they need in Isaiah Thomas. They just need something else complimentary that will help them. Yeah. And, um, you know, in terms of all-star spots, it's really hard um, for him not to be the first guy next in the East if he's not a starter um, and obviously deserves to be at that starter level. 